Pat House, Dom Herrera. Pat, how are you, brother? Doing very well, man. Great to see you. What's going on? Hey, I got my hand in a lot of things I can't talk about. It's always yeah. good to have somebody on a talk show that you can't talk. I'd rather <laughs> not. How you doing? How's, how's Philly? Philly's good, man. Philly is good. Family is good. I know you know most of them. Everybody's doing all right. Just did a... Oh, yeah. I have it right next to me. Been playing all morning. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know you played guitar. Oh, yeah. For like 30-something years. Yeah, You ever bring it on stage? Never, not once. Did you ever think about it? Never, not once. Wow, that's interesting. I keep the the guitar is fun for me at home. Like I've jammed with bands before, and I've done music open mics, joining friends' bands and doing cover songs. But like now, stand up stays by. And what's what's your reason for that? Like not bringing the two worlds together. I just musical comedy to me. There's so few people that do it well. It's like Weird Al and Tenacious D. It's like that's it. I sing on your head, muzzle top, muzzle top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I, I didn't Steve yeah. Martin do a, a banjo or a guitar? What? Yeah, yeah, he played, he played great banjo. Yeah, he yeah. still does. And the uh, Steep Canyon Rangers, they're still like an actively touring band. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was doing this thing for Comedy Central, and you know how you, you get so, you get so disappointed in life. I, I, everybody's willing to do it, you know. All these guys, Buddy Hackett, and all these like old guys. And I went out to Steve Martin, and he, he wouldn't do anything. I was saying, this is the guy that you, who like, you know, was so, so goofy when I was a kid. He was so fucking funny. And then it broke my heart. Like, no, no, you're full of yourself too. And I thought he was too goofy to be that. Anyway. Wait, what, what do you mean he wouldn't do anything? What do you mean? Well, I was just going around Roman with the, to get interviews. Oh. It's a, it's a, the comedy awards, uh, you know, the whole thing with the. Uh, remember these? Had this, do you remember when we had that thing? Was it like a uh, first an ABC show, right, did it? Is, and that, is that what it was? An award show, like a comedy? Yeah, award an award show. show. The same, you know. You, you know all the comic comedians that got it every year. And and what he didn't he didn't want to talk at all. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, just acknowledge it. You know, I'm like walking around like some jadrul. Wait, you know, and everybody was really nice except him. Could you translate that for the Irish? <laughs> <laughs> Are you all Irish? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Irish Catholic. Yeah. Yep. Go. All right. Did you get your ashes Wednesday? I did not. I haven't gotten ashes since I think my senior year of high school when I like literally had to. So 20, 20 years of not getting ashes. That's a disgrace, Pat House. Not the first time I've heard that either. <laughs> Today. What did everybody what did everybody give up for Lent? Talking to you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Man. I think that I think me and Dom are gonna start a show. Yeah. Um I was gonna uh I always think about it and then I never actually pull the trigger on anything. I'm like, I'll give up drinking. Or I'll give up just like, you know, I'll work out every day and then just nothing happens and I just continue to just maintain whatever I do. Yeah, Is that I, an I, Irish thing or a Catholic thing? I think it's just, uh, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Do you guys eat meat on Fridays? Nope. More, I eat more meat than any other day, just for spite. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. I mean, I yeah. definitely I had a cheesesteak yesterday. I mean, I had a weird 
Catholic upbringing. Like my mom sent me to Catholic school, grade school and high school, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I had no qualms with it, but we never went to church on Sunday or Christmas or Easter. So she sent me there for the education, but we were never practicing. Interesting. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think a lot of people that's, that's the case too. Yeah. Like, like we were committed when I was in school, but the minute I went to high school, that was it. Were your parents putting on like game face for you? Did they care? During like grade school, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I did the I did the altar boy thing. I, I, had, I was an altar boy. Yeah, I was an altar boy. I used boy. to get the, used I used to get to, the giggles. I, <laughs> I used to carry the thing with the the incense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold the bucket, he throws the, the ther- water. thoroughfare or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff would either smell fantastic or make the church like absolutely reek. It would make me faint. It was hard. So I, I remember kids fainting in church was like a very common thing. It was probably- yeah, because they, they're not supposed to eat and they got low blood sugar. Yeah. I, I was I used to I'd be shaking when I come out of it. Six years wow. old, like purposely being wow. starved. You can't eat till after mass. I for, I forgot about that. Yeah, we couldn't eat until until after mass on Sunday mornings. I forgot that that was a thing. I mean, we go to mass sometimes at eleven o'clock in the morning, just like this hellhole. And uh, at seven at that time, I need something. But they don't give a fuck. They never did. I say this to the guy. What was the official rule? You're not supposed to have food an hour before you have Eucharist. Was it just one hour? Or was it you're all supposed morning? to have? No, stop eating at midnight. You know, and if you're gonna have a six, if you have a six o'clock uh, mass, that's not so bad. But if you have a twelve o'clock, right? No, I think I think you got to fast before and then an hour after you receive. Oh, you just made sacrament. that up. No, no, I'm telling you, I, I'm pretty sure that's no, the you, case. You make a look, look it up, Brian. I'm telling Card- you, Cardinal Rinaldi. Yeah, no, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Well, I, I do still go to church. I got my ashes and I did give up something for Lent. I'm not bragging or anything, but well, you're yeah. better than all of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know and if that's I, a humility. Jesus. Well, I got, about, I got, I got, I got two kids at home. So I want to set an example, you know? Okay. Sorry, so you're coming at it from a totally different angle. I am not married. And I don't have kids and I'm a piece of shit most days. So why break the streak? Oh, <laughs> we're relieved that you said it. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Where did you watch the Super Bowl? In Vegas at the uh, uh, the Tropicana. Oh, nice! They they give, it the, they give us the green room. It was, it was fucking really fun. Oh, that's cool. I uh, I performed in Vegas one time on Super Bowl Sunday, and I was dreading it. I thought it was going to be the worst show of the weekend. It was actually the best. They were the crowd after the game. The crowd was fucking attentive, and I was like. Yeah. I went in with my boxing gloves on, and they ended up being the best show and most like pleasant and respectful of the entire week. What was it? it your show was after or during the Super Bowl? After the game. Game was already done. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was packed. I didn't think anybody would go out. They don't be yeah, by now. it was mobbed. Did you have a show that night? I had two shows. Oh, wow. You know why? Because I kill, that's why. I destroy. I I leave no new prisoners. I mean, every time a guy tells me he crushed or killed, I I, I was there a lot of times. I was in the back. Oh well, then he starts dancing around. If you if you're like that that good a comedian, what are you doing here with me? I don't think I have the confidence to say I killed. I could be like that went well. You know, I enjoyed it. I think they enjoyed it, but I don't know if I, I have it in me to be like, fuck yeah, I fucking destroyed that. P- 
Pat, you always, you always coming up in Philly. What I remember is you always said the right things. You always, like after a set or or during a show, you always said the right things. It never came off like, you know, I'm the shit. Very no, I don't very think very that way. very humble approach. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm I also, want to compliment you on that. Th- thank you. I appreciate that. It's so hard to tell. Oh, you know what? I should try to accept compliments for Lent. I'm so bad at that. So <laughs> instead of deferring, I'll accept that and say thank you. One guy would never bomb. Would never admit that he thought they bombed. And I remember the club owner just asking him, "He's getting money, getting money together," and he goes. Um, how did you know? He goes, they were very attentive. <laughs> what kind of were attentive. What a nice audience. They were present and they sat down for me. <laughs> now, I was asking uh, one of my other friends about this the other day, but how, how much will you guys change what you do for a specific crowd? Like how much goes into reading the room and how much would you like? I think, Steve, we were actually talking about this on, on, on the phone. Like how much, would, Pat, would you change on stage depending on the crowd that you have versus like what um, your, your plan is i mean it really depends i'm I, there's always some leeway last night i had right. to jump ship a little bit and um do things i wasn't planning on doing but um i trust myself doing that but uh, i like to constantly throw new stuff in the set and i pretty much go out there with a game plan of what i'm doing but i always keep a couple things in my back pocket just in case gotcha. like if they're super drunk throw right. in some of the drinking jokes or Someone has a goofy drink, you know, like ask them what they're drinking and then do a joke or two off that. But I always I'm such much more of like a material guy. I love just I talk. You don't just fucking listen. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, the more and more I've worked with comedians, I see that there's, you know, different, you know, different, different way, different approaches of it. But then you have someone, you know, so many comics like love to just roll with the crowd if it goes astray or go or don't go out there with any game plan. They just dive right, right into the crowd. I've never been that type of uh comic i'm not i'm not totally scripted but like i I like to stick to my material and stick the game plan wrote, as right? much as possible yeah yeah stick to what, you're, what about you don what do you what do you like doing i don't like i don't like any of it <laughs> <laughs> i just do it for the money oh is that what it is it's about the moolah don when'd you stop enjoying comedy uh what was it seventh grade i think uh, <laughs> <laughs> i i enjoy it i mean I, I I didn't know that they, they they had an act. When I watched comedians, I didn't know like I thought they were improvising all the time. Then I go mm-hmm. so I go into the club. I go, this guy did this last night. That's the hard part. Yeah, it's amazing how many people have that mindset that it's like a new set every single show, or that that we're that we're just pulling this out of the universe in the moment yeah. as if we haven't been doing this one line perfectly. It took us ten years to get the joke this way. <laughs> yeah. How, how often do you guys like? burn the material like you'll, you'll throw it away you'll never use it again you guys do that i or think every i feel like every a, a, a lot of stuff i may it may go on an album and i may be tired of it but i'll still keep it in my back pocket you never know when it might come out like i have dairy queen jokes about my first job on my first album two months ago a woman yelled out dairy queen in the crowd i swear to god and then i just did those jokes and they came back to me so naturally. So, like, I think it's like they're always there. Was that your mom? No, I wish it was. <laughs> My mom has heckled me before, though, numerous times. And I've seen Jimmy Schubert get heckled by his mother at Helium. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. Dom, you, you ever you ever throw away anything? Like, you'll just 
can it? You you won't use it anymore. I think my subconscious does. You know, like uh, when I've had enough of it, uh, I don't want them to to, to go with me verbatim. You know, that's uh, make maybe for a little bit, like the Joey bag of donuts. One of those, right. as we all know, for you know, it'll live forever. Mm-hmm. I don't say, I don't do the unless they they holler them out. They holler yeah. them out. I'll do it because they came to see me. I'm I'm glad they came. So, so I don't do that. I do I do do that. That's yeah. totally another aspect of it, too. Like, you feel like, oh, shit, these people have heard me do this joke a million times. They don't want to hear it. And then after the show, they're like, why didn't you do that thing? You're like, oh, Jesus Christ, I thought you heard it 15 times and you, and you were over it. But then they're like, ah, you didn't do my favorite bit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny. People say that about musicians, too. You know, when they go to see a band, they'll want to hear, yeah. like, the, 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 the top, you know, those top songs that they, that they know. The songs that bought the mansions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I seen on the news Tom Brady might try stand up. Did you guys see that? Oh God, I can't. I believe did it. see that. It's I did all, see it's that. It's all over the news. That's but crazy. I, re- I refused to delve in. in. Yeah. yeah. It, but I, I mean, he'll, I think he'll sell out the clubs. No, nah, but it, 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 I, I saw the follow-up to that, and it, it got debunked. I think he's actually going to get roasted is what's going to happen. I think they're going to do a Tom Brady roast, or he might be involved in somebody else's roast. That's actually what the – Okay. That's what it, the, the, when the story first broke, it was that he was going to do stand-up, but it's not it's, – he's going to be in a roast somewhere. God, could you imagine? All right, your next comic uh, doing the three minutes. We got uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> You've seen him on Fox, CBS, NBC. Yeah, yeah. They they throw the, they, they, they throw the tomato at him. He throws it back. <laughs> you know when you're guy, fucking Giselle from behind, and <laughs> yeah. I was thinking when he when that whole thing went down, and he was upset, and how do you console him? Like, uh, oh, don't worry, you'll get you you get somebody better than her. I'm thinking, who the fuck's better than her? <laughs> she's a billionaire. She's hot. She, she, she seems fun. I'll never know. He won't. You'll never get anybody like you. Like good. You, you peak, buddy. Buddy, boy. But but I think what's going to end up happening is if he does like a Netflix or Comedy Central roast, don't these celebrity guys that get their jokes written for them don't they go to the clubs and work it out? Dom, you took part in one of those, like. Bruce Willis roast like I do, do, the, I do the celebrities on it work it out like at clubs before they do the filming? I don't think so. Not usually. No. Um, Bruce was uh, was easy for me because Philly the whole thing. But I didn't want to say uh, his three daughters were sitting in the front. Right, you know, I know them all. It's like I don't want to be hurtful to them. I don't. There's certain things you know. That they, I, I don't. I don't want to see somebody they love. You know. Yeah, because it's, they don't get the meanness of it. Is were they so, still like young kids at the time? No, they were like teenagers. And, uh, okay, but still, you know, might not understand the concept of a roast at that point. Like, why are these guys being so mean to my dad? <laughs> I, I was doing a Burt Reynolds roast, and it was a uh, we were the young ones, uh, me and um, Bill Maher and Brad Brad Garrett. I went up. I'm talking about fucking uh, Lonnie Sanderson in the ass and all this shit. You know, and, and, and they're all laughing. You know, just, like you get away with being stupidly mean and hopefully funny. Right. But then, for some reason, he had, he had a beef with Brad Garrett. You know, and he goes, "Hey, big guy, this doesn't come up." And he proposes to pay. And he goes, "You want a piece of me?" 
and Brad goes to me, he goes, what should I do? <laughs> I go, I go, well, you can't fight fucking Burt Reynolds at his way. <laughs> Disagree. I think you can. <laughs> do you remember Jack Palance? Yeah. I, I don't he's, think I know he's, that he's, no. well, he's like, he'd be like 110 now, but he, City uh, Slickers. He, he was curly in City Slickers. Oh, I know who that guy is. He used to yeah. do one-hand push-ups, and when he, when, the, when the acts weren't really big movie stars or something, we just had it at the Friars Club in, in L.A. And he he gets up there, and he goes uh, he, when he goes at the crowd, he goes, "Fuck you!" Like <laughs> he, he didn't understand it was a roast, you know? He, 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 Fuck you! <laughs> was this Reynolds? Reynolds said this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, not uh, yeah, no. Jack Palance said it. Jack Palance, oh, Jack Palance, yeah. Jack Palance. <laughs> like, don't you get it? It's a roast. It's fun. <laughs> Fuck you. What, what was it? What was it like working with uh, with, with Burt Reynolds? How, how was he? Well, like I said, he was nice to me. I don't know why I was filthy, but anyway, yeah. Lonnie Anderson. You remember who she is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Lonnie Anderson. She was on yeah. one, of, one of those TV shows with the. She's supposed to be a babe, you know. Right, she was. She yeah. was. Yeah, she was laughing. You know. Dom, did you ever work with that uh, comedian that just passed away, Richard Bel- Belzer? Oh yeah. Well, he was like the big act when I get went to New York. And he was a really good, good guy, but he looked like a killer. And uh, you know, he got that part in uh, Law and Order. He, he was fifty when he made it. So you really hang in there, boys. You know, you never know. <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't he known for being like the best MC? Yeah, well, he was the one that got that started that rhythm. He, like Dennis Miller, is just an intellectual copy of him. You know, mm-hmm. the rhythm, babe. You know that? Yeah. Oh, like a cadence. A cadence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then that whole Law and Order thing, he. Did, he didn't have many movie roles before that, did he? Hey, fuck you. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, cold, cold. Can you imagine had a better roast? Some of those guys, they, I was lucky. I got in when, when these guys were. were I'm sorry, Donald. Oh. I'm sorry you left. I don't want to break you. I don't want to break your bombing. Has anybody like. um? That anybody knows of, like not received their roast very well, like really didn't enjoy it. I think uh, maybe Whoopi Goldberg. She she was going out with Ted Danson at the time, I, I think, and they asked me to do. It. I just didn't want any part of it. Whoopi Goldberg uh, and Ted Danson dated. You didn't know I that, so I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, oh yeah, back in like the early nineties, uh, I remember that really? when they made that horrible movie together that I still watched a million times. What the fuck was that movie? He's like no, a car salesman. It, it, it was right around the time. I she was gay. No, he he gay? he was in a movie with Macaulay Culkin at the time. It was like getting even with that. I think it was called. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember that. It was the like early '90s. Yeah, but but yeah, Dom, what what happened? You, the roast with Whoopi? Oh, I don't know. I just uh, oh, you know who was bad too that I didn't want to get that uh, was a Ch- Chevy Chase. Oh, I think I remember hearing that. Uh, that's someone they were going at it. Dom, it may have been you forever ago. I remember hearing somebody say that, um, yeah, it, they what they weren't too pleased, and I think it may have been him. Yeah, he, he didn't get it either. 
but he's part of that great that great group troop that first that uh, Saturday Night Live the first group. I, it's the only thing I've ever seen where the first or the, the best. Mm-hmm. Nobody got as good as that, don't you think? Hey, fuck you! No, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you don't even see me when you say it. You, <laughs> you 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 were smiling as you said it. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do, Dom. So who was in that yeah. first that first group? It would have been it would have been uh, Martin Short, right? Steve, Steve no, Martin. No, just before no? Martin Short. Martin Short was in a, on, on second in Second City from Toronto. That TV show was great because it was only half an hour, so they could really drill it, you know. But it's an hour and a half every week. It's impossible. Yeah, it is. I mean, I I was. I don't watch much SNL anymore, but I really I used to love used to love love that show. Um, but who who was who was in that first group? It, it was Steve Martin, no uh, Chevy it, Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, Garrett Morris. Um, wow. Was Gilda Radner in the first cast? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh, was, Steve Martin was a cast member. No. no yeah, he was. He, he came on the host it a couple of times, a lot of times, but he wasn't a regular. Oh, it was uh, John Belushi also. Oh, yeah, he's a big, he was a big male star out of it. Yeah. Chevy Chase. Belu- yeah. Did Belushi do stand up? No. Well, there was somebody else was on that. Gildan Radner. Uh, oh Gary, no, this is later on. Jane, I love the. Um, who is the, the kind of fat guy who could really dance funny and all? This is later on, but oh, Farley, he, Farley, Farley. Yeah, man, he was fucking funny. Yeah, and. Um, the Fly on the Wall podcast with Dana Carvey and David Spade just had like a two-part Chris Farley episode. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's like next on my to-do list because I loved Farley and I really got to listen to that one. Yeah, not to plug somebody else's podcast on. Wait, your wait, podcast, what, what, no, what's what's no. the pot? It's Spade and Carvey. Carvey, yeah. A David, fly on the Wall. Last week when I was at the stand, uh, David Spade showed up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I never. I never seen his stand up before, but it was very funny. He's a great guy too. He's so easy going. But he's he even had four hit TV shows. When you think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's been a, he's had a and a handful of successful movies too. Dom, did yeah. he tell us some story about how he got how he got found by some some guys? I feel like we talked about this on an episode before. Oh, we did. You know, they, the Atlanta Punchline called me. That's they wanted him to medal for me, uh, and then they they didn't want him. I said I really believe that I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think this guy's good. And I'm not a talent scout, but he just had his own thing, you know. And uh, I think he you want to book him now when he can't, couldn't book him. You know, two years later. Wow. They were a funny t- team, the two of them, him and the fact that one. God, God rest his soul. I mean, Tommy Boy is one of the funniest movies. I put that in my top ten of all time. But yeah. you can't sleep on Black Sheep either, which came Black out Sheep. a year later. That was also so fucking funny. Yeah, it was. It's under the shadow of Tommy Boy because it wasn't as commercially successful. But Black Sheep is ridiculously very, very funny. And what's interesting about their chemistry? He he wasn't a stand up, and you're saying Farley was. He was an improv actor. He was improv, yep. Yeah. Do you remember the one where he Patrick, it was Patrick Swayze? Yeah, the Chippendales. That was oh, so yeah. fucking funny. The dance. It's classic. That's With that pro- big that's, belly. Yeah. Everybody's working for the weekend. 
<laughs> Are there any stand-ups on the SNL cast now? I don't think so. I don't. Th- I don't think they do that no more. Uh, I mean. I'm not shitting on the show by any means, but I can truthfully say I don't think I've seen an episode, a full episode of SNL in pushing a decade. Wow. I don't dislike yeah. it. It's just it's Saturday night. You're, you're out working. Yeah, but I go back to the hotel and I it's just it had nothing on it has grabbed me at all. Mm-hmm. It's different. Definitely it's, different. It's, it's it's not the same. They can't they can't, you know, they can't do the things that they used to be able to do on the show. You know, that's what it is. It's it's network TV, you know. They can't they can't do. Actually, to answer your question, wouldn't M- Michael Che and Colin Jost, the Weekend Update yeah, guys, they're, they're, they're both stand-ups, but yeah. I don't really. And they're doing jokes, so that that's in the realm. But I don't know about like cast members who what are stand-ups. Pete Davidson is he still? He's not on it no He's not more on it anymore. But but to piggyback what you were saying, Bry, um, I'm I'm working with Brett this weekend, Brett Ernst, and he said something on stage last night that's so true how you're saying that the media they they got it's an nbc show they got to be careful the kind of content they put out of on it anymore yeah, it, was always, it was always a, a, a network show yeah network television has yeah such... but it's it's different now like like brett said on it's, stage it's... that biden was known to shit his pants at the vatican a couple months ago and he's like, Brett's on stage, wait, and he's on. like, I gotta, no, I gotta, I gotta get this out of my, uh, my head. Wait, 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 wait! What? It's a known thing that Biden shit himself at the at the Vatican, <laughs> and what Brett said was not one SNL skit about this. And he's like, if it was Trump, NBC would have put it out. And he, he's got a good point about it. He does have a good point there. It's a really good point. Like it's years ago, nobody was safe. Nobody was safe on that show. Now it's kind of changed a little bit. They absolutely so, did hit both sides, especially with like um, George Bush and like Bill Clinton before that. Like they definitely tore both of them. Yep. Tore both now of it's them definitely taken a very much a one sided approach. And they used to hit Obama too. Yeah. Sorry to give you that visual of the president shitting himself. No, Thanks. thank you, man. <laughs> Did he get his ashes that day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cardinal Rinaldi gave him the blessing. Not all callbacks need a fuck you, you guys. <laughs> well, Travis Kelsey's doing SNL. I saw that. Next week. And it today in the news, they said that Jason Kelsey's going to do a cameo, which I think's a disgrace, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, nah, I don't... All for it. They, they'll probably put him in his mummer costume. <laughs> Well, everybody knows what a mummer is around the country, right? Yeah, because of him now. Because people are like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember they talked about it on ESPN when he when he did that, when he went up there screaming, yelling. They were saying, oh, he's doing some sort of a New Orleans-themed uh, <laughs> rant. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny? People in the Midwest in particular – Really don't know a lot about sports, and that that's a that that's a generalization. But I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana, in December. I'm wearing a Phillies hat and an Eagles shirt, and the woman at the front desk goes, "Where are you from?" And I just started <laughs> laughing. Like I'm wearing two two sports teams from one city. Oh, where are you visiting from, Mister House? <laughs> I was like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> and and the other thing is, I feel like Philly people they get so stuck in their world. 
around Philly. Like my dad's one of these people. He he does sales, and uh, a lot of the guys that he does uh, produce, like fruits and vegetables, and he tries to like have a, a Philly conversation with these farm guys from the middle of the country. So like when Angelo Cataldi retired two weeks ago, he's like venting to the guy. He's like, he's like, Oh my God, Angelo Cataldi. I, I can't believe he's done. I can't believe he's done. And the farmer's like, who the fuck's that is so Philly specific, dude. <laughs> and my dad, the guy walks away. And my dad's like, this fucking jerk off. Don't know who Angelo is. Like it's his best friend. <laughs> Speaking of Cataldi, I swear to God, I did a show last night with Joe Conklin, and Joe mentioned Cataldi <laughs> retiring, and the crowd fucking cheered. Really? No. It was the most Philly Delco thing I've ever seen at a comedy show. Not in like a mocking way. They were like cheering his career. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very and nice. I was like, this is wild. <laughs> that, that was a great show. It was a good I do, show. I do a lot of them all over the world because I kill. But... Uh... <laughs> It was really funny. I mean, Angelo was really smart. You know, he went to Brown. Oh, yeah. he, went to he acts dumb to aggravate people to call him. Or like, okay, the thing I didn't like, yeah, a little too mean, like getting guys fired. You know, oh, he he did that. The the manager of the Phillies, he he got him. I mean, he just went. It was a campaign against him. You know, it's kind of like Howard Stern stuff, but. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, used his power to kind of influence influence the team. Oh yeah, well, they thought he was serious. He was fucking funny. He was, he was, he was kidding, but well, I mean, which manager was, was that? I think Charlie. Yeah, I, think Man- I think Charlie Manuel. I thought it was an Italian guy. Oh, Terry, uh, Terry Francona. Uh, maybe yeah, was, maybe. Maybe Francona. Yeah, but he's coaching the Red Sox now, isn't he? He's been with them forever, I think. If he's still their coach, Philly in no. general is a tough. Tough market to be a, a, a athlete or a coach. Like, look what we did. It's a look tough what we market look, to be in for anything, man. It doesn't look, matter look what, what business you're in. It's just look a tough what we did to Andy. Andy Reid had one losing season. <laughs> they fucking got rid of him. Oh yeah, now, he's got like a he's, he's a Hall of Fame manager. That's yeah, so but, indigenous of all Philly sports, man. You have one bad season here, you jump ship, go to a different city, you're fucking MVP of the league. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> They couldn't get. They couldn't wait to get rid of. The only one it really worked out for is uh, Carson Wentz. Like, look what's happening to him now. He, he can't. He hasn't stayed on a team longer than a year since he left. Yeah, that's true. You know, no one expected uh, our quarterback now, Jalen Hurts, to well, be. He got cut. Of course, he was a, like this big deal for. What was it, Carson? They named it a, a, a town, a town after him in Pennsylvania. Wentz. I, I, I thought he had the look of fear in his eyes. I really think I was. He, you don't want you your quarterback to look scared. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have the killer look. No, he definitely didn't have the killer look. He was great though for you guys, wasn't he? Didn't he play great for the Eagles? One year. One he year and then he won the Super Bowl when he didn't he didn't play in the Super and Bowl. Then, and then Nick Foles, Nick, Nick Foles Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl and they and Philly gives him the nickname Big Dick Nick. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, Dude, nothing was greater than when the whole entire Lincoln financial field was chanting that in unison. <laughs> Just fifty five thousand people chanting Big Dick Nick. That's an outdoor what, stadium in Philadelphia. It's the best thing the city's ever done. That's our <laughs> that's our city. That's our city right there. <clears throat> and we're proud of it. I don't understand the rioting, doing something that hurts the neighborhood, 
because you, yeah, we won. I mean, let's turn a car over. Yeah, that stuff was so disheartening. That stuff is so sad because even if the they win a game or whatever, it's celebratory. Everybody's in a good mood, but it's still the mob mentality leads to vandalism. Can you bring up any clips, Brian? Or the the uh... Uh, I just I don't really want to mess with the connection. Uh, okay, yeah. we tried this before, Pat, and uh, yeah, I just don't really want to. It mess messed with the up connection. the whole. Oh, then don't worry about. We're gonna yeah, we, we, cars we, being flipped over. Nah, I've seen we, it. I've we, done we, it. We, we pulled up the video of the guy eating the horse shit when they won the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> we can we we can skip that segment, and, guys. And I'm I, totally and, cool with and not I, doing I, that part of the episode. And ironically, the whole episode crashed after that. So it was like. <laughs> That's a sign that we should not bring that how clip big, up how, again. How, how big was the horse? You don't see the horse. <laughs> it was a stallion. Don't see the horse. It was a stallion. <laughs> was the horse shit on a plate? No, it was on the ground. Oh, it was in the street, bro. Right Crazy. in the street. You, you don't remember that? I never saw a cod show that actually made me nauseous. He, oh. shot, he, shot, he shot his pants. Dude, I like dry heave when I pick up my dog shit if it's like a watery dump. So I oh, I can't geez. handle watching that video. I I would start I I would start gagging. It's gross. Let's start over. Dom, how are you? <laughs> Fuck you. Good. Good to see you, man. I still don't fucking get this this thing. It's how I told you I am. I said to my girl, uh, what's your name? Sam. I'm Sam. <laughs> it's cool, right? I said they were, well, you know, we should bring some drinks for the guys. I forgot that we're not, we're not together. <laughs> oh, that's. I really, yeah. well, the first time I did this, I went, like I said, I'll go, I'll go down the bar and hang out and have a drink with somebody. There was nobody there. I go, How the fuck did you get out of here so fast? It's, it's, so like, never it, here. it is doing the that's, podcast virtually is super convenient. It really is. Pat, you do it on your show, right? Get a quick plug in there. Uh, I have a podcast called I Guess I'll Do It with Pet House. Dom and I have talked about it before. I, we, I just brought it back, so I would love to have you on. we got to make that happen now that I know uh, we can we can do it. I, I, I took a six- to eight-month break, but uh, it's a lot of fun. had a lot of great guests on, and I'm really having a fun time. I basically just talked to comedians about their, in- their early, early interest in comedy and stand-up, their very, very first set. And then we just bullshit about comedy from there. Nice. It's a cool premise. I like I that. love talking about yeah. the, the early days. Yeah, I would like, do it. I would love, 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 love to do it. I'm stuttering. Yeah, I no, absolutely. You know, I have talked about it before, but it's been a while. But now that I'm trying to get it back off the ground again, I'll, I'll reach out this week. Yeah, Dom, you remember your first set? Well, I, I, in first grade, I told you that, right? But the first grade, the, the nun took me downstairs. She'll see how you find from front of the eighth grade, you know, because they're like that. The, the desks are up there. Honest to God, I had like a good set. I did like five minutes clean. Clean. <laughs> I did, and she she didn't know what to do. She was she just could you just get in your room. She didn't expect me to have a good set, you know. Yeah. I I didn't call it a set then. I don't know what I called it. Guys, how was my uh, third period lunch spot? <laughs> Uh, r- real you gotta t- go real, on after English. R- real, real talk. <laughs> and I had an obsession with stand up when I was in grade school. I loved it. And, so did uh, I, man. And yeah, I was, a, I, I was a class clown. And my fifth grade teacher, Mister Fetters, he used to see that my dad used to give me uh, 
like leftovers from the night before, like meatballs, right. uh, gut. And he would be like, what, what's your dad bring in today? And he would smell it. So I worked something out with him where I would bring him leftovers and he would give me five minutes at the end of the class. No kidding. My hand to God that, that I used to do comedy in my fifth grade class. That's the most Italian thing I've heard in my life. Stage time in exchange for leftovers. That's. <laughs> but my father, my father's that's a, a good cool story. That's my, really cool. My father's a good yeah. cook. Yeah. <laughs> I I went to uh, Brett Ernst taping in New York. I think I mentioned that earlier, and um, I I didn't know this that generally when you do a taping at a club they cut off all the food and drink service. Yeah. Have, yeah, have either of you guys done a taping at <laughs> like a comedy club before? Yeah, um, I haven't. Yeah, no, but no. nothing major. But I mean, I think this was like local stuff for Helium years and years ago. I think they still maintained um, beverage service. I don't think it was anything like... It wasn't taping a special. It was just yeah. like local comedy spotlight on Comcast channel. Yeah, it, it was definitely... TV like that. It was definitely a challenge, like dealing with people that paid tickets and wanted a night out. They couldn't drink. Oh, it was crazy. And then like some jerk off that really had to pay. Like Brett's Brett's up there doing an hour and like at 42 minutes, this dude runs by. And Brett, like, you know, it's it's crazy. Like the, the money that goes into a project like that, I can only imagine. But um, Seinfeld did governors for part of his special, and he bombed for him. Right. You know, it's it's a, a different world. Yeah, Brett was trying to explain that that like when you do like a Comedy Central taping or something for a network, it's different compared to if you tape at a club. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm think. Never... I've I've been to a couple of Comedy Central presents tapings, and I don't recall if there was drinks there or not. I really don't even remember. I do remember brown paper bagging it at Penn Station with a PBR. Um, so I got my load on beforehand. Nice. <laughs> Pat, you've done some tapings at Helium, though. Um, Like a couple, but nothing that was for like um, anything significant. Like, um, like they have Helium Comedy Studios now, which are legit putting out a lot of comic specials. I've never done one of those, but like done like two camera shoots there. But I would never um, expect them to like stop food or beverage service during my 25 minute feature set. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I, I headline helium every November and um, I've had some of those sets filmed on my own. Like I don't, the, it doesn't bother me. I feel like most, most comedy club servers are pretty quiet and stealthy anyways. You know what right, I mean? They know, they like, know what doing. and yeah, when I'm on stage, I'm hyper aware of what's going on in the room, but the wait staff is rarely, rarely an issue. Yeah, and but a taping is a whole different ball game. Can the right. server not go to this Stand side of the room? Does she have right. to walk around these three tables to avoid being on? You know, that's a whole right. different ball game. What's 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 both of yours opinion about how clubs now they tape your sets and then when you leave they give you the file? What's your thoughts on that? Like that's becoming a thing. Like they got a camera. What's what's your opinion on that? Dom, you want to go or? Well, I would I would ask him not to not to tape it unless he tell me and I agree agree to it. Yeah, you know, 
I usually like when I'm in that situation, I only if I have a good set or if I'm working on something new or I get a, maybe a cool clip to post on social media now before I never really cared. But now if the club offers it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do two jokes. I haven't done in forever just to get social media content from Denver and it'll look cool. So I think it is pretty cool, but I don't always like use it. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's I'm sorry. Go no. No, go no, no, it's just interesting now how like the dynamic has changed. You film your stuff and then you chop up everything and you put it out there. It's so crazy. It's exhausting. It's it's odd. It's exhausting just to edit it all. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I dude, just want to do stand-up. I love doing stand-up. I just want to do stand-up. But now I feel like fucking Steven Spielberg when I'm in my <laughs> hotel room editing last night's yeah, set bro, to put up know. a 17-second clip. And I'm not good at this shit, so it takes me three hours to get this 17-second clip ready. And then I post it, and then four people even acknowledge it's in the universe now. Yeah, but yo, Fuck if, that. If, 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 you, if, you know, it's... It sucks at a certain respect because the le the playing field is now leveled for anybody. Like you have kids who are putting together little storylines that are getting like hundreds of thousands of views, as opposed to a stand up bit you might have worked on for for five years. Yeah, like it it, it levels the shit, but it also puts the power in your hands to where you don't have to work with the industry any anymore. It does. You know? It it definitely there definitely advantages to it, but it does burn me up that there are like kids building Lego sets for money that have a better income than I do. Well, they call them one-timers, a lot of them. They'll pack the place and they'll be terrible stand-up and they're gone. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a big side of it, too. I mean, it yeah. can be a moneymaker and they can fill a club, but, I mean, any decent local comic can be the feature and blow them out of the water with real shit that they've been honing as they stand-up. You know? Yeah. Do, do do any of them last, Dom? Um, like, is there anybody that comes to mind that went from actor or a TV star to that dude, Trevor, Trevor, uh, no, not Trevor Noah to like professional uh, headliners. Is there anybody that comes to mind, Dom, that, that made that tr transition? I'm really, not, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Steve O, he had a weird route. The Brendan, jackass guy, Brendan Schaub, Schwab, what's his name? Schaub, yeah, Schaub, Schaub, who's a, a fighter. Yep. Um, um he tried stand up. He, he was he dying up there. He's still doing it. It is. He, he, they shouldn't let him do it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to rack Sorry. my brain now. Yeah, there's there have definitely been more than a handful of people that were celebrities in other realms that crossed over into stand up. And I guess some people were successful, like Jeremy Piven towards a lot now. Yeah, he's still doing it. Um. Well, he's, he's he's such a good actor that he acts like a stand-up. He really he really does. He he's so good at absorbing stuff. He he's terrible. He sucks as a stand-up. But he, <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out well for Kramer. Uh, Trevor Wallace was the guy I was thinking of, the YouTube guy that became a became a stand-up. Oh, uh, you guys have heard of him? He's like a redheaded guy. Uh, I think I heard sure. the name, but I couldn't tell you one thing. Yeah, I've he's seen based from out him. of L.A. Yeah, let me let me get him. Well, nobody makes your gut laugh like Tom Brady. Do we do we talk about that this morning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I think funny, I think Tom Brady. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay. Maybe he's I, kidding. Hopefully he's kidding. kidding. Oh, he's a working stand-up now? Yeah, you guys ever seen him around in uh no. or anything like that? He he was a YouTube guy who did a lot of like street interviews and stuff like that, but he came on early in YouTube and, and amassed like millions of followers and then he transitioned over 
to stand up, but I've seen him. I mean, I've seen him at like, uh, like the comedy store and like laugh factory. Like he does, he does big rooms. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how he is though. I've never, I've never seen him. Louis CK put out a tweet the other day. He said, he said, no YouTuber should make more money than a brain surgeon. Because it's crazy the kind of money they make. Bro, it's I, all I, about ad revenue, man. It's and, and it's the entertainment wild. industry has always been about it's, ad revenue. It doesn't look, matter look, if it's TV, movies, stand up, or you know, I mean, stand ups. You know, club comedy is the only one that's that's not about that. Like my my ten year old stepson will watch a YouTuber like playing a video game, mm-hmm. and I'll look at the views and the subscribers: thirteen million, twenty two million. I'm like. Fuck. Who's watching this? People watch other people play video games online. I cannot wrap my head around that. I was never a video game kid anyways, really. I wasn't at all. But how? Just that's a thing. Like, I am 38 years old, and I am putting my heart and soul into stand-up more than ever. And kids are watching other kids play video games online. Like, am I the asshole here? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Pat House, thank you. Uh, one more oh, time. Thank you so much. One more time. Plug your uh, podcast for us. It's called I Guess I'll Do It with Pat House. It's a lot of fun. I'm super proud of it. It gets better and better each episode. And uh, thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. Dom, thank it was you. great thank to see you again. You too. Thanks for coming in. You got it. Thank you. That's our show. Yo, All Dom, right. over here. Hey, hey Dom. Hey. Yo, Dom.